Three, two, one. Did you clap? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Internet's Only Funny Podcast. Oh, wait, no, we changed that, didn't we, Ben? We did. Uh, look, okay. Uh-huh. Hello and welcome to a podcast where we search through the hidden treasures behind your local classifieds and occasionally other texts on the internet. It is free to a good home. My name is Michael Hing. Joining me, as always, is a man who... What do we got this week? He's clipped something to his shirt. It's Ben Jenkins. Hello! And full disclosure, I don't have a Sodi, but I am ready to go, D. What have you clipped there on your collar there? You're wearing some sort of like, it's like, remember that? Remember that horrible, um, it's like you're It's like you're in one of those movies where someone's put a like a bomb collar to you, I guess. Sure. Is well, that what's happened to you? Yeah, so somebody broke into my house and put a bomb, a collar bomb on me. Um, not unlike the news story. Remember that fucking news story in like 2010? But I think it turned out to be, uh, the, the sorry, the story was real, but I think the bomb was fake in, in, in I think it turned out. Yeah, but it, I mean, like, I think if you are going to strap a collar bomb to somebody as like a uh, kind of ransom thing, if the bomb mm. is real, like that's kind of gilding the lily. You know what I mean? Like nobody's going to be like, oh, this sure. is fake. This doesn't, I know what a collar bomb looks like. This isn't real. You know what I mean? Like you're definitely going to err on the side of this is going to explode my head. It's not a um, collar bomb. It's a, okay. um, what it is, Michael. Mm-hmm. Is, it's a it's a weird little microphone um, that you actually at home may be hearing my voice through. I'm doing a test. I'm recording myself what, twice. What, you, you, you purchased a new microphone, have you? Well, yeah. I Well, see, Michael, the thing about my job is that we don't have any money um, mm-hmm. because it's sort of public broadcasting and we've been using these mics that are just, I reckon, from the early to mid-2000s. Yeah. Um, and microphone yeah. technology, lapel microphone technology, has come a long way since then. Um, right, okay. So out of my own friggin' pocket, like, you, you know, you hear those heartwarming stories of teachers buying uh, pencils for their students because school funding's <laughs> so bad? And it's actually not heartwarming. It's actually kind of horrifying. Very sad. Uh, well, yeah. that's what I did so that my beautiful children... Uh, who I teach, Vic and Jenna, uh, could could have better <laughs> microphones. But I really, right. I realize that these are, um, and I'm not, I'm not going to say what company makes them because I have emailed them saying I'd like some more for the podcast. And Michael, <laughs> radio silence, radio silence from these people, which is ironic <laughs> given their entire thing is audio and being able to hear. You know what I mean? And they're not um, saying anything. That that unnamed company mm-hmm. uh, emailed me. I would say about oh probably a year ago now, asking me if I wanted to go into a very quiet room they have. So, <laughs> so this is a company that makes microphones and sound equipment, and they have a very quiet room. Okay. I don't know. I think it's. I imagine they've just dug a big hole and then filled it with foam or something. I don't know. And you're sort of you know ten kilometers down or whatever, and that's sure. all. That's, that's it, right? Um. So I. Uh, so they emailed me and were like. Um, can, like, do, would you like to come see our very quiet room? Now, this is like, like, I know we say this a lot on the podcast, potentially too often, but this is a murder thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said to them. Like, you know, like the people, like, it's like a, it, a just general funny. advice for anybody. If anybody ever says to you, would you like to come see my very quiet room? You run it's a mile. say that then, because I said to them, would it be funny if we filled the little video there uh-huh. if i went into the quiet room uh-huh. and then my radio partner 
I was outside the quiet room and I screamed loud pretending that I was being murdered yep. and we saw whether or not he could hear me through the walls. And 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 the bit was going to be like, well, they provide us this quiet room, but actually like we're presenting it as though it's the perfect place to do a murder. This company is going to, yeah. For, for, I guess, a brand corporation yeah. reasons. Um, again, radio silence from this company. Do you know what's and interesting, Michael? I used your name in the email to say- Well, I this, did- is my, this is my, <laughs> my concern then, is that, is that since I threatened to, I guess, murder someone in their very quiet room- Well, no, in fairness, Michael, you. you didn't threaten to do that. You threatened to say that they had murdered you in their, that's in true. their very that's quiet true. room. I, th- I threatened to inspire others to do a murder in their very yeah. quiet room. Anyway, look, um, to the lovely people at Sony, no. <laughs> <laughs> But that's what um, that's what's clipped to my that's what's clipped to my um, collar presently. Yeah, it's yes. Well, Ben, uh, look, no guests this week. Uh, we no, we've fuck now em. run through. You know what I mean? All the comedians in a, in the in Australia and indeed the world. No one else wants to do our podcast. Do you know what? Uh, I think it's really shitty, and I'll say it toxic that we couldn't find <laughs> a single person with forty five minutes notice to come on our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Yeah, we realised that I'm out of town tonight, and then uh, Ben's busy tomorrow. So we had to we organised this very, very quickly, mm-hmm. uh, and we 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 messaged. I would say I think six people, mm-hmm. and because it's a Saturday morning, they were all asleep. Yep. But don't worry, Ben, we can power through because there's lots to talk about this week. Yeah, huge about huge lot of things to talk about. I'm not. I'm, I've been up for quite a while, Michael. Not like crazy early, but we had swimming lessons this morning. Um, oh yeah, for, how, for how Moses. are you learning or what? How's it going? <laughs> He is. Um, I, I told. I told a friend of mine uh, that we were doing swimming lessons and they weren't going out. They weren't going so hot. And she said to me, "In our household, we called swimming lessons expensive screaming in water." Um, <laughs> which is like. Right, so these are for you. These are not for me, Michael. These are for yeah. Moses Jenkins, who's right, three years who's three years old. And it's three. Are you meant to learn to swim at three? I guess you meant to learn to swim as early. Oh as you can. man, there are like there are like babies in his class. You know, it's all yeah, over right. the shop. Um, right. Okay. But, when did uh, you learn to swim? When did I learn to swim? Yeah. Would you have been swimming at three? I reckon so. I think I wouldn't have. I would have been in pools, but just like with mum or something. Sure. I think I wouldn't have gone to swimming lessons till I started school. Probably. Really? I know. Uh, I know. Yeah. Like recently, I think maybe because I've been talking about this because because my son can't uh, my son can't swim, and so he's learning to swim. I've actually uh, okay, learned. Yeah, I think you need to be more encouraging of your son. I think he's just <laughs> he's learning. He's no, learning. He, I know like three different adults who can't swim, which is mind blowing to me. One of them's Hum. Hum can't swim. Hum can't swim. Well, actually, sorry, I don't. No, that I've just never seen her swim. Okay, well, that is incredibly so, different to Hum. She can't swim. says she can't swim, and and I've never seen her swim. Obviously, I've never you know thrown her out of a helicopter into the ocean to see if she can float or anything. I I've don't never know done if, some sort of SAS training. I don't know if test. if the, if throwing someone out of a helicopter into the sea is probably the best because I think the impact would would be what they'd be up against. They're not well, necessarily. You don't know how, I, I haven't said I haven't said how high the helicopter. That's is right. Then. That's true. They can go and very look, low. They, I, I've seen the SAS show, you know, sure. if uh, Merrick Watts can do it. Would um, you go on you the know. SAS show, Michael Hing? Because I, no, am, I, I imagine you I get asked you, are, you get asked to do all sorts of things. I'm always so curious when you get asked to do stuff. Um, uh, I don't think I do the SAS show because many of the people they have on there are um, a, a, not, not Merrick Watts, do you clear? He was, I've met him once and he seemed very nice. I don't know much about him, but he seemed very, like a very nice person. Mm-hmm. Other people I've had on that show seem like genuine monsters and psychos. Yeah, I... Because I guess like you're not really. Oh, you are getting a fee for doing it, but like I do feel like most of it is like trying to work through some sort of yeah. like um, maybe trauma. <laughs> yeah, trauma and or psychosis. Um, but 
Fair. Yes. Uh, let's put aside the fact that my girlfriend can't swim. Was it, uh, was how was Moses this morning swimming? Lessons? Oh, he was a dream. Right? He was actually really good. Um, great. I wasn't in great. there with him. Anya went in there with him, and he was so brave and so great. And he just now, do they have like a smaller helicopter for the kids? Yeah, they get in others? a tiny. It's more of a drone, and, right. um, <laughs> and they just they just fly it over the thing, and um, uh, and and in well, they go. I wanted to bring something to your attention, Ben, which mm-hmm. is, uh, this was posted in our Facebook group from Mitchell, uh, thank you, Mitchell Lace, uh, who suggested you and I take a road trip. Uh, now, you and I live in the city of Sydney, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and about, well, I would say an hour and a half, maybe uh, south of Sydney, there's a little place called Wollongong. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up kind of towards there. Um, and it turns out that at the end of April, Ben, mm-hmm. uh, Wollongong is going to be home. Two, a huge tour. Uh-huh. A, I would say for our podcast, maybe one of the biggest shows that we could possibly imagine. This is our, uh, this is our cold play. God, that's what, is- what a dated <laughs> reference that is. Did you see my brain spinning up as fast as it possibly <laughs> could band, to think, think of, of the band, biggest of band. band in the world? Yeah, this is our Super Bowl halftime show, uh-huh. Ben. Uh, but it won't be. It won't be. Um, it will not be Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Fifty Cent, okay. uh, Eminem, etc. Mm-hmm. It will indeed be. I imagine. Frankenstein, uh-huh. uh, the Wolfman, okay. Dracula, okay. because coming to Melbourne at the end of April, so, because, well, sorry, not Melbourne, coming to Wollongong at the end of April yeah. is Dracula's Theatre and Cabaret Restaurant. Fuck me. It's called the Resurrection Tour, the 29th and 30th of April. Uh, now, new listeners to the show might not know that Ben and I are obsessed with the uh, theatrical restaurant Dracula's. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But they are doing a Resurrection Tour, uh, and they are doing it in Wollongong, which is in driving distance of our of, of where That's we live. Now, fat. so hang on, let me be clear on a couple of things here, Michael. Mm-hmm. This isn't just a regular. This isn't like just a spectacular sort of burlesque show that's sort of cashing in on the hard work that Dracula's Theatre Restaurant in Melbourne. This is the Dracula's core. This team. is the Dracula's. It's their touring show. So, looking at the photos, I don't know if we'll be we'll be able to order and eat um, food. I don't know if there's a dinner option here because it looks like it's just a stadium show. But it will be a spooky cabaret of sorts. Um, it looks like it looks like sort of a theatre seating. So, I mean, we can bring our own sausage rolls and pies and stuff and eat them. I guess so. Because um, I always thought, you know, because we talk about Dracula so often, we've even talked to Cam James, who was an ensemble member of an Aldi Dracula's sort of <laughs> knockoff. Um, but neither of us have ever been to Dracula's. But when I think in my mind's eye, when I retreat into my mind palace, when I need a happy place to go and I imagine myself enjoying Dracula's cabaret restaurant, uh-huh. I got to say that having like a kind of big shitty schnitzel in front of me with uh-huh. a kind of like a lurid colored drink is is fairly key to the enjoyment. Well, can I can I suggest that if you don't want to do this? Well, no, I didn't say no, hey, oh, I did on. not well, just say just let me give you another option. Okay. Let me give you another option. All right. Now, I don't want to say their name, uh-huh. but a friend of ours, I'll say a previous guest on the show, Ooh. is moving to a city uh-huh. that has the last remaining functioning Dracula's cabaret restaurant. Like in it, right? Wow. Now I don't know if I want to. I don't. I don't want to dox them, obviously. Yeah. Because yep. you know, I don't know if they've talked about it. But they've been a previous guest on the show. Mm-hmm. We could potentially. Yep. Fly to that city to visit them in a couple of months when they move. Yep. And do some sort of show with them at Dracula's Cabaret Restaurant, or a sneaky podcast, or we we'll do a podcast. We'll do a review in the car park afterwards. Um, now, I just think that 2022 should be the year 
that Friedel Goodheim goes to Dracula, whether it is in Wollongong <laughs> or the Gold Coast. Look, I think, look, I'm, I'm absolutely open to this. I think um, I'm just running the sort of strategy in my head here of telling Anya that I'm leaving her with a toddler <laughs> to go to Wollongong <laughs> or that other city and uh-huh. so I can watch a shitty cabaret with uh, ghouls in it. How mm-hmm. do you imagine I should approach that? Oh, uh, well, do you remember when you told Anya, mm-hmm. uh, your wonderful wife, mm-hmm. when you wanted to watch The Witcher on Netflix? <laughs> yeah, I do, do you remember, remember you, that. Do you remember when you told her? What, what did you tell her, Ben? What did you I convince her? She, I said, I'd like to watch this show. And uh-huh. she said, what is the show? So yeah. I just want to say that like, I didn't open with this. It was when I was <laughs> pressed on details that my brain sure. decided to you lie. You panicked. You panicked. And what did you say, Ben? And I said, it's sort of like a historical f- fiction. Yeah, you said The Witcher was a historical fiction program, which it is definitely and not. And I thought, I, here is, I think I've spoken about this before, about what, what, what my strategy in that split second mm. was. But I, my thinking was that like all great storytelling when it comes to <laughs> goblins and ghoulies, what you have to do is you have to establish the world first and then introduce yes. goblins and ghoulies. Of course. And that is yes. how I thought The Witcher would go. I thought uh-huh. it would be uh, a little medieval story where about yeah. a guy who comes to town, some superstitious people. Uh, but by that time, Michael, by the time that he fights his first goblin or ghoulie, Anya's hooked. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Now what happened? What's the opening scene the of The Witcher? The opening scene of The Witcher <laughs> is him fighting some kind of swamp hag, I believe. Yeah. Now, um, he, so so what about... Now, that didn't work that time, right? Uh-huh. Now, here's the thing, though. She's not going to expect the same lie twice, is Absolutely she? Absolutely not. So you could say to her, I've she, got to go to... A de- I've got to fly into state to go to a historical fiction dinner theatre. <laughs> now, do you think that... And, and then she might even want to come along with your son, you know? Oh, see, I, I feel like Dracula's Cabaret would be inappropriate on at least two levels for Moses. Do you know what I mean? I think it would Number be... One, he can't swim and it's a very wet show. <laughs> yeah, so three then. I think it would be, you know, drowning potential. I think mm-hmm. it would be hypersexualized, And I think it would be <laughs> quite spooky. Yes, um, okay, okay. Because okay. he's currently, I'm reading, him, I'm reading him The Wind in the Willows right now, mm-hmm. which is a delightful book. Um, and like slightly too old for him. But a friend of mine right. told me, oh, I read it to my kid when he was three and he loved it. So right. like Moses right now is like doing this thing where he just, I th- he loves to be read to. I think it's because I can't do anything else while I'm reading to him. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, it's, it's focus and attention is what it's he loves. Absolutely t- I, I could read I'm him. with dad when dad has to put his phone down and can't tweet. No, that's exactly what it is. So like it doesn't <laughs> really matter, but he is listening because he asks questions and stuff. Um, and like, it surprises me. You know how everyone's like, oh, it's so weird how dark old children's books are and like all those mm. themes in the Brothers Grimm and whatever. Like, yeah, 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 that's true. But what surprises me is anything written before like 1970 or so, mm-hmm. the characters will be at some point in mortal danger where they will say like, <laughs> if we don't do this thing, we'll die. Which like doesn't sound, like a, doesn't sound like a huge deal. Mm. Like... But, like, honestly, like, the stakes in, like, most children's literature now are, like, mm-hmm. I'll be sad or yes. my tummy hurts. But, yes, like, yes. there's a scene in Wind in the Willows where, like, Molly and and Raddy are lost in the snow. And they say multiple times that if we don't find shelter, we will die. And right. So is this the time – was this book the catalyst for you to explain the concept of death to your young son? It's, like, mate, it's pretty fucking – yeah. Like <laughs> – 
no. Like he gets Horrifying. it because we have people in our family who who are no mm. longer here. So like he he un, he's on some way understands that people can go away forever. But like, yeah, yeah man. Like him being like, w- 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 what will happen if they die? I'm like, well, I don't know, oh. man. Like, you have a little bit of is wiggle there, room. Is there a toad heaven? Well, that's the you thing. Know? You have a little bit of wiggle room because they're animals. So you can be like, well, we don't really know what happens to water rats when they die. <laughs> <laughs> Science is unclear on this. But, like, yeah, man, it's, uh, oh. yeah, um, it's no good. Well, Ben, look, I'll allow, I'll allow you some time then to converse with your family and work out what you want to do. But I think 2022 should be the year that you and I uh, and maybe some guests of the show, some friends of the show, go along to Dracula's uh, The Resurrection Tour, mm. um, either in either in Wollongong or uh, their still-functioning restaurant. Now, I don't um, think they've really nailed it with that name. I think that really... Resurrection Tour? Well, to me, that's a word associated with, like, sort of, like... Uh, I don't think it's a very dracula name. Like, I know he's undead, yeah. yes. but, like, Resurrection... Um, yeah, it's a bit more religious than I think they were intended. And maybe that's what they're pivoting to. Maybe oh, I think it's going to be a, hey, guys, I know a guy who had some crazy <laughs> ideas and, and actually encouraged us to drink blood. Well, his name. <laughs> that um, would be one of the most incredible bait and switches of all time. Uh, ben, yes, mate. I've, got, I've got two things I want to – I've got two other things I want to chat to you about. Well, mate, you, um, you chat to them. That's what I'm here for. Well, okay, one of them yeah. is, I think this is, on our show, mm-hmm. we, we are often interested in, in internet scams on account of Michelle Brazier, the actual technical host of this show, Yes, Michelle Brazier. She was scammed, uh, well, she was, it, was, it was a scam, she got scammed out of uh, some money trying to buy a Pilates reformer. That's yeah. a, an ongoing saga that I think Michelle is now turning into a stage show that you can go see at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and other places. Wow. And um, what's our cut of that show? Do you know? Have you, uh, have you negotiated zero points? Zero percent. No, we zero got percent. zero points. We're getting zero points Zero on points that. on the back end. Zero points on the back end um, because um, I think what she did for us was do us a favour by appearing on our show. Yeah, uh, right. No, that's, uh, okay. I can I can understand um, that, but Ben, I've been scammed. What? Uh, I've been scammed. Okay. Um, now, do you remember a couple of weeks ago? Uh, oh, actually, no, I don't think you were here for this. In the episode you weren't here for mm-hmm. with Guy Montgomery and Tom Walker, the I one where you I, laughed about my son having COVID. Yes. Okay. Uh, now, again, that was a that was a reaction. I'm not proud of, but it, was, <laughs> it wasn't a. Look, wasn't a th- laughter is something the human body just sometimes does when sometimes they hear that does. somebody's three year old has COVID. It's just. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was. A, I think if well, we'd have to play the tape, but I, I, it's it's an exacerbated laugh. It's oh, not a. Oh, I'm so sorry. It wasn't a chuckle. <laughs> it wasn't like most. It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, oh here we know. fucking go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this you know, fucking kid. <laughs> it was. I to be clear. I was. I was a. I was annoyed. I was annoyed at the uh, at the at the disease, not uh-huh, your son. Uh-huh, I barely uh-huh. know your son. I don't know if it's his fault he got COVID. You know, I don't know. I don't want to blame him. I don't yeah. want to blame we'll your let child. The, we'll let the courts decide whether or not we'll, it's we'll, his we'll own assemble a medical fault. court. <laughs> um, we have had um, some people on the Discord asking if he's okay, which has been very very nice. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's, I didn't ask that. Obviously, no, of course you uh, did. Of course you did. <laughs> uh, he's he is stronger than ever. He's right as rain. Um, right. Great. He, to uh, did you know? Yeah. I think I, well, I may have said this, but like when we were um, in lockdown, when we couldn't leave our house, we have a, like a little front yard that faces like a, a street that has quite a lot of foot traffic. And we have this tiny little trampoline that he likes to j- jump on. By like day two of lockdown, he was fine. Like he just, it just came and went. And so right. he was full of all this energy, but like we still couldn't leave the house. And he would jump on the trampoline up and down. And then whenever anybody walked past, he'd say, I have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and the great thing about his height when he's jumping is it's a more of a distance from to spread the disease. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was just it was a really interesting exercise in watching how people reacted to that piece of news. <laughs> so Ben, uh, on that episode where I uh, yes, where yes. I laughed about your son having COVID. Sure. Uh, I talked about how I'd purchased a, a small a small couch, mm-hmm. a small a small chair, I should say, which you can see behind me over there. Oh, I hadn't uh, actually seen the chair, and it's too small. I, I, the perspective is a bit off from this angle, but it's Michael. Can it's you barely up to my knees? Can you commit a a, a, a bit of a radio um, faux yeah. pas here? Could you walk away from your microphone oh, and sit sure. in the One chair second. so One I second. can actually see how so tiny it is? This is me next to the chair. This is me sitting in the chair. Can I? Can I say, dear listener, I really thought I really thought that that chair was so much further away than it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) From my perspective, there's this tiny chair in the far distance of Hing's sort of. It's basically behind video window, (laughs) and he got up and walked like two steps, and he was already there. It was the most incredible perspective trick I've ever seen. So you bought that chair. In that fairness, chair. I believe you bought that chair on the internet while drunk. That's yeah, yeah that, that's true. That's true. That's on me. Okay, you don't drink that much. Like you no, don't drink it was that New often. Year's Eve. So it was New Year's Eve. So I was I was drunk and potentially had um, imbibed some other substances as well. Then so I was doing a, a classic New Year's Eve shop. Uh-huh. Yes, other people on New Year's Eve they'll go out and party. They'll yeah. they'll have that. They'll be with friends. You'll, I was. You'll drink one beer and buy a tiny chair. <laughs> <laughs> while I watched Tom Walker play some sort of video game on his laptop. Uh-huh. Um, so that was, the, so look, and so I got in a, a bit of a tiff with them. I said, hey, can, can we can we return this chair? And they said, basically, no, you absolutely can't, right? Okay. Um, and, uh, and you and I have discussed the chair situation a bit because like, yeah. uh, as, as some listeners may know, I used to work uh, for like a couple of years on a consumer affairs show. And this is the sort yes. of stuff that we covered a lot. And yes. you kind of, as as often happens in these conversations in my life, I have to say, somebody will like storm into the conversation in righteous fury and be like, here's one for you. And I have to be like, you are 100% in the wrong. Well, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Without naming the company, I tried to return to them and- Is uh, there a reason you're not naming the company? Because they're not going to sponsor us. No, it's because I it's because of my other job oh, where I talked yes. about this yes. and didn't want to name and didn't want to name the company for that reason. And then also I just I, I will you'll understand this in a second why I don't name okay. the company. Cause because things have gone. Because I only later. know about the little chair, which is your fault. Okay, so the so the, this little chair, we tried to my my, my girlfriend, who is harm is much smarter than me, and she's a lawyer, she did a bit of research and used the internet wayback machine mm-hmm. and basically discovered that they'd edited their website after I'd bought it, <gasps> right? Because it was because it was that interactive between Christmas and New Year's, they hadn't like so I'd bought it in a time where they'd updated their price their, their price policy, but hadn't put it on the website. So I hadn't anyway. So she's so we're, we've gone insane now. We've gone insane. But hang on, what, what, what was it about their website that, so they, that is in your favour here? S- they, they said the hugest it. chairs you could ever imagine. They Look, so there's, there's a 21-day guarantee of if you change your mind, you can send it back. Oh, right? okay. That's what they say, right? Now, what they then edited their website to say, which I think they'd updated their policies but hadn't put it on the specific website that I was looking at when I bought the chair, mm-hmm. was like, if... It's a sale item which ends in a nine or something, then 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 it's a final sale. Like that that was in the fine print, right? But uh-huh. that was not there on the website when I bought the chair. 
Mm. And you obviously, sound demented, um, and like know, you're only know, halfway through no, telling this story, which is interesting to me. Oh, this is oh god, okay. Because the other so, the other thing we used to do, by the way, on the checkout was like <laughs> if we had somebody who, who had a good story, like you know, not like this, but if something <laughs> if something sounded like it was juicy, one of our researchers would call them, and more mm. often than not, we'd just get just a little like, email from the researcher saying. Mental. This do yes. not. Do not contact. Yes. Okay. Look, I know. I understand how he said it, but this is this is what happens, Ben. When you're fighting a corporation, it sends mm, you mad. Yeah. So yeah, I. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, around that time, before the small chair arrived, and before we had the tussle with them over that, we also purchased from this company a sofa. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I didn't know about. I didn't have a shitty experience with them before, but right. we. It but took that 10 was weeks that to shitty get experience was literally in the post. Yes, like that exactly, was that exactly. was coming down the pipeline. Exactly, exactly. So th- anyway, our sofa arrives this week, and it has a big tear in the fabric on the side and a stain on the back end of it. Right, and so what kind uh, of stain? Uh, I don't know. It just looked like oil or something. There was there was a, a, a liquid stain on the back side of the. So gap. you can't so no, rule out piss or shit. You can't probably can rule out shit. Probably can't rule out piss. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Could be piss. It. It. Yeah. I didn't. We, I, I sort of dabbed it a bit with a cloth, but it didn't seem to be coming out. So okay. I don't know. I don't know how stainy piss is. Mm-hmm. It'd be a very dehydrated piss if it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we then called the company and were like, hey, can you come return? Can we return this because it's bad? And it's and then they said, basically, you need to send photos of it and stuff. So we filled out this form on the internet, mm-hmm. right? And they go, just so you know, if you want to return this, we need the original packaging that it came in. Okay. Now, well, that is... is- that is bullshit. Great. Because also, Ben, yes. when the person delivered it, they took that <gasps> part of the services, they take the packaging, right? They go, don't worry. When we deliver this, we'll uh, we'll unwrap it and we'll take the packaging. That so they is offer you diabolical. That, right? So also, presumably, the person who delivered it, that might also be a third party, so who knows, would have yeah. seen that this is covered in shit and piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, yes. Uh, but, th- but they said at the time... I, th- I think I was dealing with. It. I think what happened was they were like, "No, you've got to contact support. We're just delivery. We're just so, delivery." So, yeah, yeah. Okay. So so anyway. So then after a couple of days of doing this, I'm calling them up. Um, they block her number, right? <gasps> so I think because she's a lawyer and probably threatened to take them to fair trading pretty quickly. Yeah. And we, we we've all met Hum. She likes to escalate things pretty quick. Sure. I think I think basically what she said was, "I'll take you motherfuckers to fair trading," and they were like, "Right, well, this person's insane. Block the number." Yep. Yep. So then old Diplomatic King goes in uh-huh. and tries to message them on Instagram. Okay. Now, uh, I message them a bit back and forth. I say, hey, listen, um, we're having this problem with the packaging, right? And that, and and back and forth a bit. They say, fill out the form. I say, I've already filled out the form. Yep. We go down a rabbit warren about that. Eventually they say, look, we can't help you. We're just marketing. You need to talk to support. This okay? is, so you know what this say. is exactly like? This is just like Franz Kafka's The Trial. This is, but, but instead, it's about a pissy, shitty couch, but it's yeah. the trial. I woke up and turned out <laughs> that I was a couch covered in piss and shit. Yeah. Okay. So now, so now mm-hmm. they've, they've said, I can't help. We can't help you. Sorry. By the way, you know, that's a different book, right? Uh, you know that he's not it? on trial for being a bug. What's the, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he's, he's like, you, you're he conflating two, two books. He wakes up as a bug. He but, works as a cockroach and then he goes to court. Is that not, I, I yeah? It's the, called bug court. Initially, it was called bug court. No, I didn't. I don't think I didn't. To be clear, I recognise that I'm probably wrong on this, but I didn't think he was on trial for being a bug. 
I assumed he had a big trial coming up. And then the embarrassment was that on top of <laughs> having to go to trial for theft or whatever it is, he was also, and now I'm a cockroach. Yeah, sort of it's what I not dissimilar, was. Franz Kafka's The Trial to Liar Liar. Um, <laughs> what uh, what are the two books then? They're the Metamorphosis and and then there's the trial. And it's not like the Iliad, which is like part one, part two. They're not. Really, I, it's well, not they a might be in the Kafka verse. I don't know. I'll be really honest with you, Michael, because I like. I, I feel like I should be honest on this podcast. I have I have read neither of them. Um, and then how do you know? How do you, then how do you fucking know? That's that he true. Doesn't turn into a bug that's in true. the trial. He could. I know for a fact that he turns into a bug in Metamorphosis. In Metamorph- but yeah. you know what, Michael? <laughs> The best indicator of future behavior is past behavior, and we know that Kafka likes writing about people turning into bugs. So it's it's possible. It's possible that he smashed that bug button in the middle of writing. Okay, so so now so they say to me, uh-huh. "We're marketing. We can't help you. That's not part of our job. We mm-hmm. you'll have to talk to support." Mm-hmm. And then I look, Ben. I've never done this before, mm-hmm. but I have something of a public profile, uh-huh. and I I I, I didn't. I, I said to them, "Oh dear, Liz." Oh dear. I said to them, "Oh, you're marketing, are you? I'm happy to make this a marketing problem Ooh. if that would bring it into your jurisdiction, <laughs> right?" <laughs> That's um, this is your uh, this is your taken moment. Yeah, I have uh, a I have a very specific set of skills on fisto and dog fuck in the morning. <laughs> um. <laughs> and and Ben, you'll never so to that. Yeah, they that you know what they said. What they. Blocked my account on Instagram is what they did. (laughs) Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Oh, yeah. Did I threaten them? Yes. Now, was that a bad thing to do? God, yes. you and Hum are such a They're power couple, both blocked by a couch. That's... <laughs> <laughs> so These are people point, to be feared. I am, I, I, I'm, I'm like texting my group chat, being like, they can't do this. I'm, I'm losing my, I'm losing my mind. I talk about it on radio without naming the company. I, I lose my mind about that. I say. Oh, so you really fucking like you, you give them everything you've got. But yeah, but I didn't, I didn't mention their name, but I was just like, I was just like putting it out there. And uh-huh. there was this company that I hated. Uh-huh. And I, I, I may have said on radio. Yeah. Something to the effect of, uh-huh. and this is why I'm not naming the company. Uh-huh. I may have said something to the effect of, "Don't do this, everyone." But wouldn't it be funny uh-huh. if every Triple J listener, and there's two million of them across the country, if everyone who has a couch they don't want just drove to insert store name here, uh-huh. right, this store name, and just dropped off their unwanted couches because they won't come pick up my fucking unwanted couch, right? Sure. Do you know what you've done there, though? Yeah. Um, what you've done there is you've done like a bad couch Rorschach test, which means that like those 2 million listeners are just uh-huh. filling in that blank with any company with which they have beef, regardless of whether or not they sell couches. So like you've just set off this thing of well, <laughs> innocent sure, companies being bombarded. Well, look, I, I didn't say you sh- anyone should do it. I was just saying, wouldn't it be funny if that happened? Sure, now, which I believe is uh, a uh, completely legal watertight legal defense. <laughs> Um, anyway, so you can you can understand why yeah. I'm why I'm it's a major so plot that, point in Franz Kafka's Bug Court. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So now I'm 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 very mad. I I, I don't often get furious like that, but mm-hmm. I was really seething. I I, didn't, I I'm not, think we probably you, should agree, agree to disagree on that. <laughs> so now I'm now I'm like I leave the radio show that day. I'm like texting my friends about it. I can't believe this has happened. I'm. I'm mm-hmm. I'm calling I'm I'm trying to call the company. They block my, they um they keep putting me through to a series of different like whole music. You're and just whatnot. you're just panicking. You're calling every single every you're calling the police, you're calling wires, you're calling the fire department. <laughs> I'm calling yeah, like I know you guys usually pick up um, animals on the side of the road, but I've got a couch I don't want because yeah. wires come picked in with this. If I yeah. draw a little possum face on that couch. <laughs> okay, so then yeah. friend of the show, Alex Lee, mm-hmm. does something incredible. She finds the CEO of this company what on social media, right? Now, I don't know if that's because she worked at the checkout with you and knows how to do these kinds of things, uh-huh. but she found the CEO and she said, basically, just, just why don't you just try um, messaging them? And Ben- Do they follow I, you I, on Twitter? Uh, it, it, I, I, it wasn't on Twitter. Oh. Um, it was on a different social media. I, I don't okay. want to give away too many details because I just don't want to. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. Yeah. you've done enough damage. Yeah. So I messaged them on a on, on a on a service, uh-huh. um, and they and I just started off like, "Hey," um, followed them, sent them the thing, being like, "Hey, I just bought a, a couch from your company. Um, wanted to chat about it." And he was oh. like, "Is it full of piss and shit?" Because I know that. Okay, we know that we have a supply problem. Not the so supply problem messaged- isn't of piss and shit. We have too much of that. He messaged back saying he didn't know our specific radio show, but he did know the station. Oh, hang on one second, Michael. Uh huh. You've yeah. just given away something that you said in your message that you didn't say you said in your message. No, 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 no! I didn't say that. I didn't. I didn't mention the radio. I, I, I he just looked me up. I think I, on, my, oh. on my on my bio it says I work at this place. Okay. So I, I didn't say like I work at Triple J or anything. Okay. So I just said, hey, I bought a couch. Like, well, literally all I said was, hey, I bought a couch because I wanted to get him in, and then before I was like, fuck you. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's, it's, so this game to respond, get him to accept the message request, uh-huh. right? So then, so then he writes back like, oh, I see you work at such and such. Um, I see you work at Triple J. I, I don't, I don't, I've never listened to your show, but I know about the station. I used to listen to them when I was younger, was basically what he said, right? Huge Nick. Huge, that's why this guy's the CEO. <laughs> yeah. So then, then I just let him, I show him all the detail. I, I, it's a, it's a, it's an yeah. 800 word message from me being like, well, this happened. Well, you start off by going, well, I don't give a shit if you don't listen because 2 million Australians do for one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so then he, and then he goes, oh, but this is, by the way, I should mention, this is like 11 o'clock at night that I'm doing this. Okay, okay. Uh, he said, look, I'm, uh, can I, he's like, can I just, can we talk about this tomorrow? Um, I'm very tired. I, my, my child is sick. And you just, you just <laughs> laughed and laughed yeah, and he laughed. Said, my, my, my three-year-old has COVID. And I was like, <laughs> so he said, can we talk the next day? So the next morning, uh, I give him my phone number. He calls me for a private number. So I don't have this motherfucker's number. This is insane. Uh, Insane. Do you have any idea what a privileged position you are in? That know, you have a problem I, I, with I, your couch and like two weeks later, the CEO of that company, not even like the head of couches, the CEO of that company is calling you on calls. your telephone. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, and, and it wasn't like a secretary called me, like, and then put me through. It was like, wait for such and such. It was like, he called me, right? Yeah. And okay, I, well, like, I, I don't think he's the president. Like, I don't think. <laughs> 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 like, I, 
<laughs> I think I think we've overcorrected there a little bit. Uh, <laughs> like, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so we're just uh, connecting you to a secure line from the CEO of Couches. Please stand by. <laughs> so then I mentioned to him when we're talking on the phone. I say, "Hey, this is happening." First he, of all, what was the tone? Like, how did he open? Was he like he was very he was very friendly. He was very friendly, uh-huh. but in a sort of charming business way, um, and that I think was meant to make. I think. He probably thought I was recording the conversation. Illegal. Right. I think I think that's what he probably thought, which I wasn't. It's a safe assumption um, when you're dealing with yeah, scumbags. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, he was probably like, he's probably like, you know, this guy's a radio guy. He's probably recording this. So he was being very cheery and polite and whatever. I I, I mentioned my plan to get everyone to deliver their unwanted you couches. What? I I said to him, I wouldn't. I said to him basically, obviously I wouldn't do this, but. As a joke, I said yesterday, wouldn't it be funny if people did this thing? Right? Uh-huh. Does that, sound, does that sound like a threat now that I'm saying it out I mean, it doesn't sound like a threat. It is a threat. Like, you, you <laughs> can't just put wouldn't it be funny in front of an act, like an obvious and overt threat and be like, this is a threat. This is a threat. It's, it's, it seems like one of those things that it, it's like I started off as, a, as the victim and now I'm becoming the, the villain. Have, is that? I, I think if, if, there's a, if there's a sort of late motif in, in most of your stories about your life, it is that journey. <laughs> the victim to... Um, it's the, it's the hero's the journey, but it's the hero to shithead's journey. It's the victim to villain pipeline. That's my life. Yeah. It's the, the, hero to victi- the hero to shithead's journey by Joseph Cancelled. <laughs> um so okay so then so he says basically i'm sorry i'll i'll get them to unblock you on instagram uh-huh and and, and, and we'll sort this out you'll get a refund um so victory victory for me yeah but at what now, cost like he then he they unblock me they say we're gonna we're, we're gonna do a return and stuff so some poor fucker from marketing gets a call from the ceo on a secure line i imagine he has he has the yeah, the, probably the, the password. I don't know. He unblocks me. Um, they message me, being like, "Hey, we'll we'll, we'll sort this out, right?" And now, mm-hmm. uh, a couple of days later, I've been. Um, I went to check because I received nothing. I'm blocked again. Right? <laughs> They've re-blocked me. I think they came to their senses. I think they came to their senses and went, "This yeah. is ridiculous." Yeah, yeah, We're getting exactly. bullied by a fucking the weakest man of the world. Yeah. yeah. So, so they've re-blocked me now. Uh-huh. Um, I tried calling them. It just rings out now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Hum has just gone to our bank. And it's just like, hey, could you just reverse the charges? And they're like, yeah, sure. No worries. Which I, obviously we should have done like a month or a week ago or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so now we just have a couch we can't get rid of because they won't come pick it up and they won't talk to us. Can I tell you and- something um, that I haven't told you yet? Because uh-huh. I know the name of this company. I have uh-huh. this privilege uh-huh. information. Uh-huh. And... I was literally a week away from buying a desk from them when all this happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do it. No. Don't do it because uh, they're fucking dogs. Now, obviously, I'm not going to say the name of the company, and please don't message me asking for it because um, I just I just want to be careful and make sure nothing irresponsible happens to this it place. It would be very you know funny I mean? if it was Ikea. I mean, it's not Ikea, <laughs> but it would be very <laughs> Wow, Michael. Wow. Um, so that's that, that's where my life's at, Ben, being scanned by these motherfuckers. Um, so, yeah, we, we'll see if we get our money back, but it might take 40 days according to the bank. Well, uh, look, th- what are you going to do with the couch, though? Uh, I don't know. Tie it, tie it to a brick and throw it through their fucking window? No, do you I know, won't do that. Do you know <laughs> now that you've mentioned it on air, um, you, could, you could offload it by giving it away? 
Yes, I think that's, I mean, that's generally how these things work. Oh, we recently on my radio show gave away 30,000 coffee cups that I didn't want that were left over at my parents' cafe. So a lot of the prizes we do give away on our on our radio show are things I don't want. So um, What about I that tiny the, chair? Um, what are you going to do with the tiny chair? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't want it. But maybe if we have a child at some point, the child can sit into it for a couple well, of years. You know, know. you know, Mo, you've met Mo. You know that Mo's a tiny little prince. Would Moses like a tiny chair? You know, he may. He may. Um, speaking of Moses, can I can I say something mm-hmm. that okay at Moses's daycare, right? Mm-hmm. And this is like this is me being very conceited. Let me just let me just get that out of the way. I'm not even going to okay. pretend that I start as the hero here, right? Mm-hmm. But you know how sometimes you and I will be recognized for this podcast, sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and because this is a, a a sort of like I remember once I was in Florence, no big deal. It's in Italy. Like, get over it, Hing. <laughs> um, in Italy? Yeah. And I was having dinner with my wonderful wife and somebody tapped me on the shoulder and were like, are you Ben Jenkins? And they, and I was like, ah. And because I didn't know. And you we, thought you were about to be kidnapped by the Italian CIA. That's exactly because I live in constant fear of that. And yeah. they were like, I have no idea what you look like, but I was having dinner just across from you and you sound like this person on this podcast, right? Did you admit that you were Ben Jenkins? I did. Okay. And then and then I was like, do you want to go for a drink? Which was such a weird thing to do. If you're listening, I'm sorry that I did that. <laughs> it was, and were they like, no, we're in Florence. It's a romantic city. I'm here to spend time with my partner. No, we went for a drink and it was fine. But Anya was like, why did you do that? And I was like, I don't fucking know. Um, anyway. I went... I once did that to harm. Sorry. Oh, so you finish your story. And then well, I'll no, it's just when I was dropping Mo off at daycare mm. and I was talking to one of the educators, right? Uh, there, was a, there was another dad there and he was looking at me and then he had this look on his face like he was trying to place a song. You know, you know when you're like listening to it and your head's kind of oh, cocked? Sure. And yeah, he was yeah, doing yeah. that? Yeah. And I wanted, like, I, I didn't know what to do. Obviously what you do is nothing because it doesn't matter. You know what yes. I mean? But yes. So I just want to say, if you are that dad, could you put mm. me out of your misery? My, my misery. You seem like a very happy man. <laughs> <laughs> and and next- could you just go to Ben's house with a single bullet in a revolver <laughs> and put him out of his misery, please? And next time you th- just say that to me because I, 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 I'm, I'm now obsessing over it. Is it possible? I mean, here's the thing, though. Here's the, here's the problem. This happens to me all the time is that someone is looking at me funny and I think, oh, my goodness, maybe they recognize me for something. Yeah. And then they go, hey, buddy. Um, your flies undone or something, or they'll be like, you know, hey, dude, you've spilled yogurt on your front. It or is whatever. the absolute like, fucking worst. And like, I think you're different now because you are, like, as as you've said multiple times in your couch interaction, you have two million listeners. <laughs> um, so like, there's actually a very good chance that if somebody's squinting at you funny, it's because they're trying to place you because they mm. know what you look like. Whereas like, I have this level of of like kind of n- knownness. Mm. You'll, you'll, you'll notice that I'm, I, that I'm sort of contorting myself not to say fame because yes. it's not that. But I have a level of knownness <laughs> in, a, in, a sort of, in sort of very specific communities, right? Mm. Where it is possible that if someone is squinting at me, it's because they're trying to place me. But it's equally possible that I just have a face that looks like a lot of other people's faces or I went to fucking uni with them. You know what I mean? Here, okay, here's here's my assessment of your level of I'll say it fame. Okay, I think Ben, yeah, because you've been on you've been on TV for quite a long time, and, and you pop up in little things, uh, and, 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 you've, and you've got a podcast, you know, and so people have <laughs> pop seen you up on little things. 
that should you be know. my new Twitter bio. <laughs> Possible little things. <laughs> um, now, I think that your level of fame mm-hmm. is that of a um, is that of a shoddy businessman on a current affair. I think that's basically where you're at. It's like you're you have the level of fame of someone uh-huh. who went viral about five years ago. For doing for like ripping off a bunch of elderly pensioners trying to install bars on their windows. Or are something. you saying? Are you, do you think I'm I'm as famous as Dick Pussy? I don't know who Dick Pussy is. Well, then maybe but... I am. Maybe I am. <laughs> um, uh, now, Ben, I, I know we're reaching towards the end of the episode, but do you have it? Should we should we read out an actual classified? I don't know, Matt. I like to keep the purity of this episode. You know what I mean? Like it's like a box. Oh, this is this is this is the fucking Dracula's and Catch episode. Yeah. Of- Okay. Um, well, we have some little things we can mention then. Yeah. Uh, our other podcast. Yes. Um, Dragon Friends is doing its live show. We are coming back to the uh, comedy store on the 9th of March. That is Wednesday, the 9th of March. That's so soon. Um, I'm, I'm genuinely so, soon. so excited about that. Yeah. Now, now uh, we, we, I guess, I guess it, the, the thing is that some people who are in Dragon Friends have already had COVID. Yeah. Uh, but you and I built different, built obviously. Different. Well, because, Haven't you know, like I said last week, uh, last last episode, like I was in a house with a plague child for, mm. for a solid week. And you didn't get it. And I'm built different. You, you're built different. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, I, how, how are you feeling about doing a, doing a show, uh, doing a, some, a live comedy show at, uh, at, at, at the comedy store? Do you know? Because I have, I have some reservations about it mm-hmm. because we used to say, wouldn't it be crazy if this was a super spread event? What an embarrassing way to get um, COVID at a Dungeons & Dragons show. Yeah. But now it's a reality. And I'm like, I guess I guess I just got to uh, just gotta go, I guess. Well, you see, I think the whole thing is that like the contact tracing system in Australia has collapsed to a degree where were it a super spreader event, no mm. one would be the wiser. I okay, wasn't, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I was never concerned about people getting sick because people, those people aren't me. Do you know what I mean? Like they're external to me. <laughs> they're not like, they're, you, you know what? Do you know, do you understand that, Michael, that distinction? Yes. Yeah. I also, but I also think that maybe. But I was worried about the, the shame. Of course, of course. Yeah, the, someone writing it up in the Telegraph or something yeah. being like, these, this many people got... Uh, COVID at a Dungeons and Dragons event. Yeah. Well, anyway, look, I, I do think that possibly the kinds of people who will come to this show are people um, who have already had COVID, maybe, and so maybe that's a secondary thing to think about as well. It's like because well, they've got that post and that's that tr- post COVID invincibility. Well, another way to look at it, Michael, is 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 not dissimilar to the Kafka thing, which is the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior, and we know that oh, if these sure. people have contracted COVID before, mm-hmm. oh, I see. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> Can they well, be trusted? If you're in Sydney and would like to come to that show at the Comedy Store and, uh, you know, you're, you're making those healthy decisions for yourself, uh, please do on the 9th of March. Uh, that's the 9th of March. It's a Wednesday. And then the rest of that week, the 10th, 11th, and 12th, if you're in South Australia or Adelaide, uh, I'm going to be flying into Adelaide to do uh, some stand-up shows there. Again, I don't know how I feel about all this kind of stuff, really. I'm still working it out. Well, but uh, I, I think it'll, you know. Well, spe- I've, I've, speaking of live shows, Michael, we, I don't know if we've locked this in, but like, can people pencil our Melbourne show into their, into their yes. diaries? Yes. So, yes. Again, this is all, you know, who the fuck knows what the world is now. But if you're in Melbourne or the surrounds on the 24th of April, mm-hmm. we have penciled in the idea for, of, 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 a, of a Melbourne show. Um, uh, so yeah, just put, pop that in your diary now. We have four thirty yeah. on the twenty fourth of April, and obviously, who the fuck knows what the world will be like in April? Um, 
but you know, hopefully safe and healthy. And the twenty fourth of April, we will be uh, doing come on to that. And we don't have a venue yet, but uh, I think we 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 are in discussions with one. We have one penciled in. Fantastic, yeah. the Rod Laver Arena. So, <laughs> oh, it's the day before Anzac Day. So if you just want to like spend that day just getting absolutely fucking blitzed to the podcast, you know. Feel free to make it out. Yeah, feel free. Um, but yeah, I think uh, uh, also, um, Michael, we're trying out a new format in uh, uh, for the Dragon Friends stream, the mm-hmm. twitch.tv slash Dragon Friends. Um, I think Grivet's Detective Agency is coming to an end, but um, me and Dave have this new format, which uh, we've had some great feedback on, uh, which is me and Dave and the other Dragon Friends, uh, Simon Griner and Eden Lacey, um, with a guest and sort of some permutation of the Dragon Friends too. Um, talk for two hours uh, and build you a one-shot adventure in those two hours. So we pick a genre. The one that we're doing right now is Eldritch Horror. And we just, basically how me and Dave build Dragon Friends. So we just chat about what sort of story we want to tell and what sort of tropes we want to use and what sort of tropes we want to throw away. And then the second half of the show is us just sort of going, okay, well, how do you make this into a D&D adventure that's fun? It's 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 a lot of just bullshit talk and... Uh, as well um mm-hmm. and uh it's been so far like so much fun and we've had great um feedback so we'll be putting that out as a podcast too for our patreon uh people on uh dragon friends but there's so many people who listen to dragon friends who uh, or and, and think like hey i would love to write a, a um you know an adventure or and it's it's great to be able to pick behind the curtain and kind of see uh, how you and dave write these things yeah. i will be doing a separate podcast uh-huh. a separate twitch stream uh-huh there which is all about having listened to your <laughs> detailed crafting of adventure. I'll uh-huh. be doing a separate podcast, uh-huh. which is from the play perspective, which is how to really fuck with your DM, <laughs> you know? What choices can you make that will infuriate your closest friends uh, and send them insane with rage? And I would encourage you to listen to those podcasts at the same time. So <laughs> left ear, right ear. Uh, that's how I do it. Uh, well, and um, thank you to everybody who's um, contributed to our Patreon. We're hugely grateful. And thanks to everybody who's left reviews and spread the word. Oh my goodness! Also, we're running long classified. So if you could send us, uh, uh, if you could send some through uh, to the, uh, we want to we want to prioritize classifieds. Obviously, any text on the internet is is, is worth it. Um, please send through some classifieds to the Discord, um, which again you can find the most elaborate way possible. Follow me on Instagram, which you click through to the buy. There's a second link to the Discord in that. Answer the or, riddle from the giant spider, and then yeah, <laughs> you can go to the Facebook page, uh, Freedom of Good Home, a podcast about classifieds, uh, and, and post them there. Ideally, non-visual ones, non-visual ones. We don't. I, obviously, we love to get them, but they're useless for the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, well, you guys keep safe, uh, and until next time, Michael Hing. Bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain If you're not into yoga If you have half a brain If you like making love at midnight In the dunes of the cape Then I'm the love that you've looked for Right to me and escape 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.